This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the station, Destination Debbie. I, I had to do this. I feel that I owe it to you all to try to stop a catastrophe before it happens. I see the train wreck happening in front of my face, and I, I'm just trying to prevent as many casualties as possible. I know. I know that you are excited. I know that you are excited. You are you are ready for your rookie drafts. You've you've built up all these picks and you can't wait to use that 304. You cannot wait to trade back in the third round of your rookie drafts. I, I get it. But let me tell you something. This this should this should go without saying. Not all these guys are gonna hit. These guys are not all going to be all pros. And let me tell you what's funner than picking in the third round of your rookie drafts. What's funner than using that 404 to select your favorite sleeper that you just know is going to hit and bring you fantasy goodness. It's winning fucking money at the end of the season because you've built a competitive dynasty roster. That's what's more fun than picking in the fourth round of a rookie draft. And right now, the things that I am seeing happening across dynasty leagues is is going to cause a lot of people a ton of pain. And I'm just here to tell you that we cannot be prisoner of rookie euphoria. Rookie euphoria is one of the leading causes of orphan teams across dynasty leagues. It's one of the leading causes of pain, anxiety, of sadness, of heartbreak, of headache, of frustration, and of monetary loss from your bank account. Rookie euphoria will get you every time. You have to be very mindful and protect yourself, protect your body, protect your dynasty teams against this sickness that invades our dynasty manager minds every April through July. And let me tell you something, this rookie euphoria, it's just, it's just getting started because as Ricky minicamps kick off and voluntary workouts and involuntary workouts and OTAs with every waning video clip of Zach Wilson throwing to Elijah Moore, Najee Harris, the first time we see him in that Pittsburgh Steelers black and gold, it is only going to heighten our risk exposure to this drug. And 
it is my duty to to help guard and protect you fine people against this sickness, against this drug, this disease. And right now, when I'm seeing my patrons come to me and ask me, Ray, should I should I make this trade? Like, what is what is the trade? Well, somebody offered me Denzel Mims for the 410. What? Why are you asking me? Yes, you accept that trade yesterday. You, you, you don't even think about the 410 for Denzel Mims. I don't give a damn what Denzel Mims becomes. You trade the 410 for Denzel Mims. I'm looking at real trades that have happened across Dynasty Leagues. Ezekiel Elliott in a single quarterback league. Mind you, single quarterback, which means Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, and Travis Etienne are probably off of the board. Ezekiel Elliott is traded for the 105 and the 205. I see Ezekiel Elliott here traded straight up for the 104. And I'm just using Zeke because I got the Cowboys hat on now. So we're gonna, I'm in Dallas. We're gonna use the Dallas connection. We've got Ezekiel Elliott going, uh, being traded for Justin Fields in a single quarterback league. What are we doing, people? What I I understand the excitement and FOMO of not having picks and not selecting these players in rookie drafts, but that's not how you win dynasty, man. That's that's just not how you do it. You do not trade proven NFL talent for what we hope to become Ezekiel Elliott. We are hoping that Travis Etienne, that Javonta Williams, that Najee Harris become half the fantasy asset that Ezekiel Elliott has been for us for the past four or five seasons. That's that's like best case scenario that these guys turn into to the type of player that Zeke is. And while Zeke is not a fresh young rookie, he's still the starting running back on probably the best offense or one of the best offenses in the NFL. If you want to win that's the player you want, right? And I understand having an opportunity to draft Najee Harris. I get it. Najee's, his upside is extremely high. I think he could be one of the best running backs in fantasy football. But you ain't getting Najee at the 105, and you're not getting him at the 104 in single quarterback leagues. So why on earth, why in the hell would you trade Ezekiel Elliott for the 105, the 104 in single quarterback leagues? And this is just one example of the sickness invading the minds of dynasty managers because I've seen it time and time again. Miles Sanders traded for the 110 in a super flex league. What are we doing? What are you doing? Do not do that. Use common sense. Use ration. Use reason. And if you don't have that, then you definitely need to become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash all gas. And you ask the group of 700 strong, should I make this trade? And they're going to keep it real with you because they rock with me and we don't beat around the bush. We don't sugarcoat it. What the hell are you thinking? No, you don't make that deal. These are assets. These picks are assets. And I really went into depth with the patrons today about this on, on the all gas show exclusive to patrons only future assets for some of these middling picks for players that we just have our fingers crossed are going to become usable fantasy assets. 
why why would you trade up? Why are you trading 2023 first round picks for second rounders in 2021? It's not even like we got the 2020 class, right? Where you've got a T Higgins in the second round where you can grab a LaVisca Chenault in round two. We're talking about Kadarius Tony, Michael Carter, Trey Sermon. We're talking about cats that were third, fourth round picks, man. And you're giving up future first round pick capital for these players that, I mean, if Dwayne Estridge hits, then great. But are you really confident that he's going to become even better than Tyler Lockett for the Seattle Seahawks? Are you really confident that Amari Rogers, tethered to Aaron Rodgers right now, is going to become what Jordy Nelson or Randall Cobb was for Green Bay back in the gap? And the answer to that question, let me answer it for you. The answer is unequivocally no, you're not confident whatsoever. So why the hell are we making these kind of moves right now? Rookie euphoria is going to cause a lot of people tremendous amounts of pain, and it's going to be a headache for your fantasy league commissioners having to replace you when you quit the league in two years because you did stupid shit like trade Kareem Hunt for the 112, trade Nick Chubb for the 109. You you trade Nick Chubb in, in anticipation of getting what? Rashad Bateman? That's what we're doing? Don't do this, people. This this should not be groundbreaking news. It shouldn't. It really should not. But you have to be mindful of the content you consume and you have to be mindful and realistic in your approach to building a competitive roster. And there are ways to do that. Nothing has changed for me. Pre-draft on this channel on multiple podcasts. I Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Said, I have confidence, full just wholehearted confidence in about five guys outside the quarterback position. We'll we'll leave Lawrence and Fields and Lance and Wilson and Jones alone. I'm just talking about four non-quarterback skill positions I felt confident in coming into the NFL draft, and it didn't matter where these players landed. I truly believe that they have the talent, they were going to receive the draft capital, and they have the skill to be successful and thrive in any NFL situation. Those five players remain the same. Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith. Shit, I guess it were those four. It were those four guys. 
I like Travis Etienne. I like Rondell Moore. I love Rashad Bateman. I love the talents, but I am not as confident in those players exceeding and excelling despite their situations. Rashad Bateman, his situation is not great. Rondell Moore, we just hope that Cliff Kingsbury is creative enough to use that dynamic playmaker to the best of his abilities. We are hopeful that Jalen Waddle can become a number one. We've never seen it throughout his career. And I love Jalen Waddle. But I'm telling you right now, folks, outside of those four players, Pitts, Chase, Smith, Harris, if I had any offer in my inbox to receive proven young NFL talent, I'm going to do it. And I put my money where my mouth is. Go look at the last trade, the trade show on the channel. Dynasty Trades episode 14. I traded the 110, the 201, the 203, and the 209 for Clyde Edwards, Larry, and Jerry Judy. And I did not hesitate one bit. Give me those talents that we've seen be successful in the NFL early in their career that are ascending players, that are young ascending players over what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping a player like Elijah Moore can become, what I'm hoping that 209 that turned into Kadarius Tony can become. Dynasty does not have to be difficult. It does not have to be hard. And when you have these rookie picks, Yes, it is fun to draft. It is fun to use them. It is fun to trade them and acquire all these picks. But ultimately, the name of the game, man, is scoring fantasy points. And we know right now which players in the NFL outside of an injury are going to score us fantasy points. Having a bunch of picks, having a bunch of dart throws in the second round, in the third round, and my God, in the fourth round, Ain't gonna do it. And if you happen to land one of the hidden gems that become Terry McLaurin, that becomes James Robinson, that becomes one of these fantasy assets that are that are that are very, very good for us, then kudos to you. You hit the, the fantasy football scratch off lottery. But I'm telling you right now, that is not the approach, that is not the way, and that is not the strategy to truly build a competitive dynasty roster from start to finish, from the long and the short-term perspective. So just a small tip of easy strategic advice as we enter this, the heightened part of rookie euphoria season, much like the flu season, we know it's coming. This is your preemptive warning to be mindful, to be safe, to be smart, and to take care of your franchises. I'm going to holler at y'all later this week. Make sure y'all check out more content. Subscribe to the channel. We'll be back later this week. Y'all know what we're doing, bringing y'all that gas, man. I'm out of this thing. Peace. (laughs) 